the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump is accusing Democrats and the media of collusion. Here's White House correspondent Greg Cluxton. In a speech to House Republican lawmakers this week, the president said he's facing opposition from not only Democrats, but also the mainstream media. It's as if they're one, because they are one. They're working together, they're colluding, and they're obstructing. The president told GOP House members that Democrats are pursuing the most radical left-wing program ever put forward in Congress and that he's committed to winning back Republican control next year. Greg Clugston, the White House. Addressing that same House Republican retreat in Baltimore yesterday, Vice President Mike Pence says he and the president can't wait to flip the House back to the GOP. President Trump and I are absolutely committed to seeing a Republican majority back in the United States House of Representatives. Vice President Pence also vowing to protect American Second Amendment gun rights. United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres offering his condolences to families of the victims of Hurricane Dorian. I'm here to express uh, the solidarity of the United Nations and uh, of the international community with the government and the people of the Bahamas after the unrelenting onslaught of Hurricane Dorian. Meanwhile, the Bahamas now bracing for a visit from the newly formed tropical storm Umberto. The White House says Hasma bin Laden, that's the son of the late al-Qaeda leader who had become an increasingly prominent figure in the terrorist organization, has been killed in a U.S. counterterrorism operation. It happened in the Afghanistan-Pakistan region. Drones claimed by Yemen's Houthi rebels attacked the world's largest oil processing facility in Saudi Arabia at a major oil field operated by the Saudi Aramco. This all happened early today. It sparked a huge fire at a processor crucial to global energy supplies. This is SRN News. AM 1280, The Patriot. If you have cracked teeth, missing teeth, or old, wobbly dentures, you've probably thought about getting dental implants. But when you checked around, you discovered that many places charge a lot of money. $4,000, $5,000, $6,000 a tooth. Well, it's time for you to check out ImplantMiracle.com, the local dental office where top-quality, long-lasting dental implants cost as low as $2,499 a tooth, including the implant abutment and crown, plus your consultation with the dentist is free. Standard x-rays are free, and we offer very convenient financing. Why do we call it Implant Miracle? Because with implants as low as $24.99 and other places charging so much more, some people say that being able to get affordable dental implants is a miracle. For more information on how you can save money on dental implants and get a beautiful new smile that you can actually afford, see our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com. Are you ready to make some improvements to your home? Maybe plush new carpeting or beautiful wood flooring? How about worry-free, waterproof, luxury vinyl plank flooring in your bathroom or basement? They even have a huge variety of affordable kitchen cabinets and countertops to choose from. When you're ready to start looking, Serenity Home Interiors can help. With their spacious 4,000-square-foot Burnsville showroom, they have thousands of combinations to match your dreams and your budget. Plus, the friendly professionals at Serenity Home Interiors are here to help you every step of the way. Serenity was founded on providing you with name brands you can trust, service you deserve, and pricing you can afford. So whether you need full-service interior design, a new floor installed, or you're a do-it-yourselfer and just want to purchase what you need at a great price, Serenity Home Interiors has you covered. Call today for a free no-pressure, no-obligation in-home consultation and estimate at 952-303-4033 or visit shi-mn.com. How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. 
Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-472-1494. 800-472-1494. That's 800-472-1494. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for Where You Live with Gene Sullivan, the show that deals with the news and events that affect you the most. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single-family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. So, from the Bank of Omaha Studios, here is the original man of steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. You know, your association members take tremendous pride in their communities and you can help them maintain that pride with custom financing through Mutual of Omaha Bank. They're a lending expert that's worked with thousands of community associations. So whether you want to purchase real estate or equipment or make repairs to common areas, Mutual of Omaha Bank can meet your needs with a team of dedicated local professionals. Call Tom Ingbloom at 312-209-2623. Mutual of Omaha Bank member, FDIC. I'm also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors and want to begin the show like I always do, saying hey to the man that makes it happen every week, Trevor K. Trevor, what's new in your world? Uh, a lot of live music still. Same old, same old. It's been good. Seen a lot of concerts. Oh, you've been uh, playing uh, a lot around the, the cities, have you? Uh, playing a little bit, but mostly just going for pleasure. You know, I recently oh, uh, I okay. saw the, the Who a few uh, weeks back. They were with a full orchestra, so that was a treat. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. what's new for you? Well, I've, I've had the, I've had the, the treat uh, this week and the, uh, of uh, having uh, some real lovely people. I'm using air quotes. Um, uh-huh. Uh, who uh, who have contacted me because usually as the the president one of the owners of, of the management company when someone doesn't like what's happening in their world with uh, the people around them they think that they can uh, they'll just escalate it up and and think that I can take care of things and um, I was listening just the other day to a homeowner who was telling me how. Um, their uh, neighbor was uh, just awful in all of the terrible sins that they were committing. And on top of it, the board is a bunch of buffoons. They don't know what they're doing. They don't do anything. And, and the person also turned to the property manager, and the property manager wasn't taking care of things. And so it when I was listening to all of this, of course, in customer service, you cannot say what's on, on your mind, but it reminded right. me it reminded me of an axiom my grandfather used to say to me. And uh, that was, he said, uh, in the course of your day, if you run into one jerk, that person's a jerk. Factual. But if you run into three or more jerks in the course of your day, you better look in the mirror instead. <laughs> Solid insight. And uh, yeah. yes, yes, it is. And uh, uh, there is uh, certainly some uh, some wisdom there. Uh, well, folks, we want to hopefully impart some some wisdom, some uh, good things, uh, good ideas uh, about uh, what's happening in the 
world of uh, homeowner associations. And uh, we've got a lot to cover, so why don't we uh, begin? Uh, we're going to go through in our uh, first story here today, uh, one that we covered a little bit last week, and that was, if you recall, Minneapolis uh, City Council um, is uh, stating that uh, tenants and landlords have been squaring off over uh, limits on screening of uh, renters. Uh, we've talked a little bit about uh, what's going on uh, with uh, the Minneapolis City Council and their desire to address the issue, more than anything else, of affordable housing and its accessibility to those that are disenfranchised. And as we talked about last week, uh, that's a great goal, but with what they wish to do specifically, we're asking the question, will it be effective? Well, here to talk to me about it today in even greater detail than we did last week, and also to take a look, uh, importantly, at how this will not just apply to landlords, but also to homeowner associations, is a good friend of mine and the show, Mr. Dan Greenstein with uh, Greenstein and Sellers. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Gene. I can't wait to get into this because, once again, our government has reached out and identified a problem, and they're attempting to fix it without any real backup, without any background. And um, I'm happy to talk about that. Yeah, I I, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, for those people that uh, may not have... Uh, listen to the show last week and may not know what we're talking about. Dan, in a nutshell, can you talk about what it is that the city council at Minneapolis is uh, wanting to do? Sure. They're looking at a proposed new policy that regulates the screening criteria that a landlord can use uh, when reviewing potential tenants. And what this prospective ordinance says it, it goes through a list of about, oh, I'm going to say 25 different conditions it's trying to address. Uh, for example, that uh, it's, we have a very low vacancy rate here, and it's hard for people who aren't making more and more money to afford housing in Minneapolis. Um, the housing costs for renters are increasing much greater uh, than the renter's income, Renters are more likely to be low income than homeowners, and households of color are more likely to rent than white households. Um, they talk about criminal history, and they state yeah. as many as one-third of adults in the United States have a criminal history. And just on a personal note, I think about half of them live in Florida. But um, <laughs> they, Well, that, they that's also, why you always see... That's why you see all of the articles uh, for the, the, the crazy news. It always yes. begins with man in Florida. And, and then you, and, and you can fill in the blank, and it's pretty uh, egregious. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, they talk about the criminal justice system and, and state that African Americans and Hispanics are incarcerated at a much higher rate than their share of the population. And so the city council feels they want to put tenants interest first as part of their, their overall future housing program. And they've decided in a nutshell that we shouldn't just use a credit score when evaluating a, a possible tenant. And we shouldn't simply use a criminal history in tenant screening um, uh, without more information. So basically what they're saying is, hey, landlords, you cannot rely just on a credit score and a criminal history. You've got to do more of an individualized background check. Yeah. Let, let me go back to something you said uh, to begin with here. You began by talking about the uh, current situation uh, with uh, rentals in the Twin Cities. And uh, right now there are very low vacancy rates. Um, and so because of that uh, su supply and demand, it is uh, more of a landlord market than a renter market. But, Dan, that's only temporary. 
uh, those kinds of things fluctuate all the time, don't they? Oh, absolutely. That, uh, like our housing market as a whole, it's subject to all kinds of fluctuations. And, you know, three or five years from now, we may be talking about uh, another uh, balloon bursting like happened to our housing market in 2009. So that doesn't seem like a very permanent condition to uh, justify some of these uh, requirements they're putting on landlords. Yeah. Now, do you uh, believe that with what uh, the uh, city council is putting forward, that uh, this is sort of a, a more fair shot, if you will, at uh, getting housing available uh, for uh, low-income uh, folks? I, you know, I really don't. Um, and I'm all for helping the disenfranchised turn their lives around, have affordable housing, have the ability to uh, start over, if you will, even if they've made some mistakes when they were younger. I'm all for that. But what this new ordinance is doing is making it uh, extremely difficult to allow a landlord, or in the case of an association, to allow the association to screen people and and keep the undesirable people because of criminal offenses, let's say, out of their community. One of the things this crazy ordinance does, it says that a landlord in doing this, the, uh, the tenant screening has to ignore any conviction for a misdemeanor offense that's older than three years, and they have to ignore a criminal conviction for a felony which is older than seven years. And to make matters worse, any criminal conviction for particular felony offenses uh, have to be ignored if they're more than 10 years old. Now, these particular felony offenses are things like first-degree assault, first-degree arson, aggravated robbery. Um, You know, first-degree assault is essentially rape. Uh, yeah. First degree arson, we know, is planning ahead and and burning down property. And, of course, aggravated robbery often involves a firearm. And the ordinance is telling landlords, you have to ignore these things because we, the city, believe that over right. time it's less likely that somebody will recommit one of these offenses. Hey. And I'm and I'm all for the idea that um, you know as time passes, people will mature, and and if someone had something in their past and a number of years have gone by, you should uh, you know you take that into consideration. But in some of the cases that you're talking about, if you're talking about a felony, uh, you're talking about people who could have spent five seven years in prison, and Correct. now all of a sudden they get out. And uh, and now the landlord is supposed to say, I'm not supposed to consider that that past offense. But we haven't seen this person in in society act any exactly. other way. Well, and, not and that's only that, still a Gene, concern. What, absolutely. And what makes it even more ridiculous when somebody gets out of prison for a serious felony, they're likely going to be on probation for another 10, 15, or 20 years, depending on, uh, on their conviction. And so a person can get out of prison, they can you know, live without reoffending for 10 years, a landlord cannot reject them because of that sentencing, and they still may be on probation for another 5 or 10 years. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it simply doesn't make sense. And the one thing that I was thinking about as I read through this is, you know, we draft a lot of leases for for landlords, both in homeowner associations and uh, for apartments. And one of the things we're required to put in every lease now is that um, the landlord is going to keep the housing facility crime-free. So on the one hand, the law is requiring the landlords to, in effect, keep crime out of their property. And on the other hand, the laws, uh, the city ordinance would tell landlords, hey, you can't 
you can't refuse someone because of these certain convictions when enough time has gone by. Yeah. It just oh. makes no sense to me. Yeah. It, it it doesn't at all. But what does make sense is we've got to take a break right now. So we're going to do that. But don't go away, folks. We've got more to discuss with uh, Dan Greenstein on uh, this issue with the City Council of Minneapolis. But uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about how is this affecting possibly homeowner associations as well. It's not just for landlords. We'll talk about this and so much more on AM 1280 The Patriot after these messages. AM 1280, The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., Thrivent.com, slash disclosures. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. One size fits all. It's the biggest lie in the world. Not true for clothes, not true for closets. But most so-called custom closet companies actually use prefab sizes that just sort of fit all spaces. Closet and Storage Concepts custom builds your design in their shop, so it fits like a tailored suit. You can choose from a huge selection of materials and finishes to reflect your personal style. And because they custom build, they can also outfit your garage, mudroom, craft space, or any other space. Visit closetandstorageconcepts.com. The world of business and investing is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the info? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, reading trade magazines, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. That's where Business 1440 steps in. We're your on-air guide through the fast-paced financial and business landscape. Up-to-the-minute business and investing news. Streaming now at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. My guest today, Attorney Dan Greenstein. We're talking about what the City Council of Minneapolis wants to do and trying to provide a, a fair playing field for people who've had uh, convictions, th- those that uh, may be disenfranchised uh, the, and uh, those that are have uh, low-income housing and trying to provide better uh, access to housing. Does, will this uh, new ordinance that they're uh, talking about, will that help? We'll talk about that more in just a moment. But uh, first, I want to, of course, uh, remind everybody that uh, I'm... Uh, Broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show is also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. And you know, with Extreme Exteriors, you can count on them for the installation of exterior siding, roofing, soffits, 
fascia, decks, windows, and more. With their knowledge and experience, they can always design the perfect solution to make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call at 763-441-1334 and tell them Gene sent you. Uh, Let's also take a moment now to hear from the Community Associations Institute. Here is the CAI Minute. Are you a volunteer in your homeowner association? Maybe a residential property manager wanting to increase your industry knowledge and obtain professional credentials in property management. Are you a vendor or professional offering services to homeowners and associations or property managers? If you said yes to any one of those questions, then join the Community Association Institute. The CAI is a great organization, helping you be informed and more proficient in your homeowner association board member or property manager role. It's also a great way to network with potential clients. For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit cai-mn.com to learn more. That's cai-mn.com. The Minnesota chapter of CAI holds monthly manager's luncheons, board member education training, property manager certification training, and much more. It also produces a bi-monthly informative magazine called Minnesota Community Living. Why not join the Community Association Institute today? You can do so online at cai-mn.com and select Membership. Dan, you were just uh, saying in uh, our last segment that uh, here the uh, city council, Minneapolis, is putting landlords uh, really uh, in uh, in a crossroads here. They're 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 given the responsibility of having to uh, ensure the uh, the safety and law abiding nature of uh, of everybody on their property. And yet now, by the same token, they're being asked to deny looking at the past background of people who've been lawbreakers uh, because uh, it's not fair to them that they don't have housing. You know, Gene, I, uh, not to be cynical because, you know, far be it from an attorney to be cynical about this, <laughs> but okay. what, what I expect to happen if this does go through is that there's going to be a crime committed in a rental property, and when the crime, uh, when the landlord is charged, or perhaps the landlord's managing agent is charged, um, the the landlord's going to say, "I would have rejected this person based upon his past criminal history, but because of your ordinance, I was not allowed to." Then, then we'll see whether or not this kind of ordinance holds up and uh, whether the courts require it to be changed. And you'd hate to see something go to that extreme before someone takes a look at this. Uh, Let let me... uh, Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, this is uh, not... Um, this has not been passed yet. This is under consideration. And there are a lot of um, uh, housing groups that are weighing in with the city council and the mayor, and there's been a an enormous amount of concern and what I would call negative feedback. And um, it will be interesting to see um, if if they push forward with the ordinance the way it is, or if they take some steps backward and try to come about it at a different way. Yeah, I, I hope they do. Uh, when I had uh, someone from uh, Minnesota Multi-Housing on last week to talk about it, they said uh, that uh, they thought that uh, it was kind of a joke that uh, they were uh, they were asked to get together because they were told it was to discuss this ordinance and to get some ideas, but said when they got together, the ordinance had all already been written up and... Uh, They've already had a hearing that's taken place, and I think they feel like they've already heard enough from the stakeholders and are just trying to uh, ramrod this through. That is that is very disappointing. And, and again, I, I think their goals are good ones. I think they're legitimate goals. Agreed, yeah. But they are pushing, you know, we basically have an open fair market system for renting when – Based on supply and demand, the rent goes up and down, and the landlords decide who may be a, an appropriate uh, tenant and who isn't. And I really wonder because, you know, in a lot of rental 
with a lot of rental companies, and I'm talking about the larger rental companies, um, they don't do the uh, financial background check or criminal history check themselves. They hire that out to companies that specialize in that. And I've got to imagine with all of these different requirements, and we've only touched upon some of them, um, those prices are going to go up. And I have to imagine the rents are going to go up because of that. Oh, yes, no doubt. Uh, The question that uh, has gone on in my mind, and nobody's answered this for me, and that is, you know, uh, strong proponents for this uh, whole idea uh, keep saying you can't use the background history uh, as a, a determining factor because it doesn't give you a complete picture. And so my question is, okay, if that doesn't, what then does? And I don't know that anybody's got an answer for that. I, I, I truly don't think there is an answer, but your uh, statement makes me wonder, what about home buying? Um, what about uh, the lending companies that do a credit check score and a criminal history score on the applicants for loans? Will that be next in Minneapolis? Will they attempt to uh, have their input on loans being made to Minneapolis residents who are trying to buy a home? It, it seems to me it, it fits in the same set of uh, the same circumstances. Well, I, I think they, uh, they very well, uh, I think it will lead into that because of some of the additional language in there. And that brings us a great segue into the next, uh, I guess, offshoot of this uh, new ordinance. It's going to affect HOAs as well. This is not just an issue for rentals, is it, Dan? Absolutely not. Um, I think most HOAs struggle with the idea of allowing rentals, prohibiting too many rentals, uh, keeping a owner uh, uh, homeowner uh, residents in their association because it keeps that there's a longer history then of people remaining in the association. So I think if, if an, you know, if a person living in an association wants to rent out their unit, typically they need to get permission from their association board. They need to follow certain guidelines like, criminal background checks, and, and they, they often want to do financial checks for themselves. So if I'm on the homeowner association board, I'm thinking to myself, wow, this is just a quagmire of problems we're looking at. If we allow in a felon who has, you know, it's been 10 years since their conviction for rape, or aggravated assault or whatever else the charge may be, how am I going to respond to the rest of the membership when they find out about this? What is it I'm going to want to do to respond uh, to those saying I'm not fulfilling my duty as a board member? And And I think, yeah. That's a great point. There was a a story we uh, covered on the radio show a few months ago and it, it was talking about in Florida something similar happened where uh, there was a person who had uh, his brother purchased the home for him, and he's mm-hmm. living there. He's living there, and this fellow uh, was out of prison for the, some of the things that you talked about: aggravated assault. And the association uh, knew about it. They didn't. Uh, they didn't think that they need to do anything. This person assaulted someone. It resulted in a death of someone in the oh homeowner my. association. And right. now and now the association's being sued in a huge way, saying that they had responsibility. Exactly. And that's the dilemma this type of ordinance is is causing. Uh, you know, if I'm on the board of a homeowner association and we've got a, you know a number of rentals, my first thought is, we should consider amending our declaration and simply prohibiting rentals. If you want to live in our association, you need to be an owner, you need to be a member, and you have to occupy the housing. You can't rent it out. And that just eliminates all of these problems. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Uh, th- it's going to be interesting to see uh, what happens, uh, what happens uh, next. Like you said, at, at this point, this has not become law. It's not a, it, it has not been a voted on uh, ordinance in, in the city. But um, I, I don't know. What, what do you think at this point, uh, those that are listening, is there anything we can do at this point? To make a that's difference. a tough. That's a tough question. I I think it falls to um, the city council and and to the mayor. And I think you know they are our elected officials, and they are at least supposed to be paying attention to what their constituents want, what they yeah. constituents think will improve um, their living conditions in the city. And I I think the only thing to do is to write. Uh, or call them and give them your thoughts. Yeah, I I, I agree that, uh, and we should uh, not discount that at all. I know I've heard so many times when a uh, elected uh, <clears throat> official politician receives one letter, they know that when they receive one letter that someone's taken the time to uh, write, they know that uh, behind that is at least another uh uh, 10 to 15 other people that feel the same sure. way. So it does Absolutely. make a difference. So those uh, in uh, the city of Minneapolis, if you live in a homeowners association, you live in a co-op, you're a uh, a landlord, or you're a renter just concerned in your uh, apartment building, not wanting to have um, uh, miscreants and, and uh, people that are just bad <laughs> eggs living next to you. Exactly. You need to, to call and write uh the, the mayor or your uh, city council member to let them know what you think. Well, uh, Dan, we've got to take uh, one more break, but uh, we've got a uh, listener question. Could you stay and uh, give us your uh, thoughts on that? Will do, Gene. Okay, great. So we've got a listener question after these messages, so don't go away. You're listening to us on AM 1280, The Patriot. We'll be back after this. AM 1280, The Patriot. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial partners with associations and management companies for their siding, roofing, and window projects. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial is a family-owned business with combined experience of over 70 years. Their teams provide quality service, expert workmanship, and top-of-the-line products to help restore and maintain multifamily properties. A 100,000-square-foot distribution center ensures the projects will be completed on time with the highest quality products at the most competitive price. Contact minnesotaexteriors.com. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com, slash disclosures. We've all had the talk. There's differing opinion on when it's right to have the talk, disagreements about the best way to approach it, and places it's inappropriate to have the discussion. There's even people who will avoid the conversation at all costs, despite its importance. We're talking, of course, about immigration reform and the border crisis. Oh, that's what you meant. The hot topic that's being discussed around water coolers and dinner tables across the country. Plus, it's a key factor in the 2020 elections. That's why The Patriot presents An Evening with Michelle Malkin on Tuesday the 24th. Bring a friend who loves intelligent radio and pick up an extra ticket for an acquaintance who gets a little anxious about the talk. Find tickets at am1280thepatriot.com. Remember, only elite VIP ticket holders get meet and greet access and a photo with Michelle. So get yours before they're gone at am1280thepatriot.com. This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. 
For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Hey, welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show is also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. We've got Dan Greenstein with us for one more segment here. Dan, we've got uh, a uh, question from a listener that uh, came in and uh, would love to have you uh, give us your thoughts. And here's the question. Uh, from Charles in Maple Grove. He said, hey, Gene, I'm looking at an investment property in a homeowners association. A friend of mine recently bought a home in the same community. His lender asked for a review of many of the association's documents. These documents turned out to be a huge in a huge state of disarray, which delayed the closing process. I haven't closed on my property yet. Should I be concerned? Could poor management impact the value of my property if I buy in this community? Am I on the hook for their poor management? Wow. Wow, wow. Well, what I would say to Charles is, first of all, I'm not so sure that as an investment property, an association unit is the best way to go. And the reason I say that is so much of the administration and regulation of the property is out of your control. If I were purchasing an investment property, I would want to have as much control over that property as possible. That's a great and point. For those, yeah, and for those people who maybe aren't that familiar with uh, properties in an association, Mm -hmm. there are pages and pages and pages of governing documents and rules and policies and uh, places where you've got to get board approval for everything you want to do on the exterior. And this is a great point. Yeah, this is a great point Dad. because um, a lot of times I know in the last, Oh, I'm going to say ever since the condo craze, and before the real estate market uh, burst and we saw things going underwater, a lot of people were being encouraged. And, there, uh, you know, uh, a lot of realtors were saying, hey, if there's an investment property and you're a novice investor, the place to buy is in an association because they're taking care of things you don't have to worry about. And, um, right. and while that may be true that they're taking care of snow plowing and other things, you bring a great point. There's lack of control that you have a lot more in an HOA. Absolutely. Um, you know, even a homo. I hear from many, many homeowners who live in an HOA, and they're actually residing in their unit, and they are frustrated by their lack of control. Yeah. They are frustrated by a board that thinks differently than they yeah. do. So that's one really big point to consider. Uh, the documents being in a huge state of disarray, um, I would say that happens sometimes. And what what the question doesn't ask is, it doesn't tell us, is there a professional management company involved? Yeah. Who what, did one of the board members give them the documents or did the seller? Yeah, well, you're right. Well, there's so I, I wish we could have had this person on. We could have asked questions because what they say are quote unquote documents in disarray do they mean that uh uh their uh, realtor asked for them in an order and they got them piecemeal because it's a self-managed board and they don't know what they're doing uh when they say things are in disarray are they t- referring to the financials is that what it is because that's right. a whole different issue if you take a look at the financials that doesn't mean the documents are in disarray they may not like how money is being spent and how things are being prioritized so, That's yeah, it doesn't really give us the, 
mm-hmm. doesn't give us a good idea of what's really going on, does it? Uh, no, not really. Um, and and Charles asks, could poor management impact the value of my property? And am I on the hook for poor management? I think the answer has to be yes. Um, you know, one of the goals of management and the board in an HOA is to preserve and protect the market value of the property. And if the management of that property, whether it be uh, uh, the, the association to self-manage or maybe they have an ineffective property manager, all of those things immediately and directly impact the values of the property. Yeah. Well, one of the things that came to my mind that uh, I've always heard through the years where um, uh, a uh, there's a closing schedule in an association and all of a sudden something's going south because uh, a realtor wants something uh, guaranteed or written a little bit different than the disclosure shows with the right. HOA and they're not going to do it. And, and they always turn to uh, management and say um, – uh, hey, this is your fault uh, for your making the deal not go through. But right. it's interesting people never ask the question, hey, if the people I'm borrowing money from doesn't think that this is a good deal for me to buy, uh, for them to uh, be exposed to, what makes me think that I think it should be a good deal? Why, do, why well, doesn't that, anybody ever think and say, hey, Hey, maybe this isn't a good deal. Maybe this is a, a a nice sign to say, get out of this. Well, you know, in that in that uh, example, everyone has a financial stake in it, even more so than the potential buyer, because um, everybody wants it to happen, and they make money on it going forward and happening. The realtor does, the lender does, yeah. the closing company does. So everyone's got kind of a vested interest in the transaction closing. Yes, they do. They do. And uh, and uh, and people that aren't making uh, money on whether it goes through or not goes through is the management company and the homeowners association. So exactly. Yeah, you, exactly. Uh, yeah, you should take with a grain of salt those that are giving you uh, advice. Uh, uh, any other uh, last thoughts uh, for this uh, p- person? Uh, would you? Uh, well, you know, it, yeah, I'm. I'm sorry, we can't uh, speak with him directly and ask him more. But I would say, if he's in the final stages of a potential purchase and he's concerned about the management, I think he needs to. He, take some uh, assertive steps to find out what is actually causing the problems. If this is just the way they do it, did somebody get sick and, or drop the ball? I would contact one, uh, one or more of the board members that live in that association. I would try and speak with them about the history of the association, the financial projections, and really get a feel from people who live there um, about the management aspect of the property and whether or not the uh, it it feels like a good place to yeah. live and it would be a good place to purchase and rent. Yeah. Well, Dan, as always, uh, some great advice. Uh, thanks for taking uh, time to be on the show today. Always appreciate your perspective. Thank you, Gene. Okay, folks, that's uh, attorney Dan Greenstein. But, hey, you don't go away because we've got one more uh, segment to go here before we wrap up the show today on where you live. So we'll be back after these messages. AM 1280, The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com, slash disclosures. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. 
We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Are you ready to make some improvements to your home? Maybe plush new carpeting or beautiful wood flooring? How about worry-free, waterproof, luxury vinyl plank flooring in your bathroom or basement? They even have a huge variety of affordable kitchen cabinets and countertops to choose from. When you're ready to start looking, Serenity Home Interiors can help. With their spacious 4,000-square-foot Burnsville showroom, they have thousands of combinations to match your dreams and your budget. Plus, the friendly professionals at Serenity Home Interiors are here to help you every step of the way. Serenity was founded on providing you with name brands you can trust, service you deserve, and pricing you can afford. So whether you need full-service interior design, a new floor installed, or you're a do-it-yourselfer and just want to purchase what you need at a great price, Serenity Home Interiors has you covered. Call today for a free no-pressure, no-obligation in-home consultation and estimate at 952-303-4033 or visit shi-mn.com. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here. Uh, it's uh, been a, a great show. Always appreciate Dan Greenstein when he comes on and, uh, and shares his uh, perspective. We've got one story that I'd like to wrap up uh, the show with today. Uh, and this is going to be our, our story for property management in the news. Property Management in the News is brought to you, of course, by Will Tarbox from Country Financial in Maple Grove, providing insurance to help you protect what matters most. For quality coverage that's affordable, get a quote today from Will at Country Financial. Call 763-416-5131. We have an audio. uh, Trevor, go ahead and roll it. New developments tonight on a story that got many of you talking on our Facebook page. A Clearwater officer who was told she could not park her marked cruiser in her own driveway, now getting permission from her HOA. ABC Action News reporter Heather Lee has the new developments tonight. The family had a grandfather letter from the previous board telling them they could park the cruiser in the driveway. And while the current HOA didn't honor that for weeks, after we started reporting on the rules, they changed their minds, allowing at least one marked cruiser in the driveway. This story created a lot of buzz on social media. The rule itself, however, is still in place. The HOA's attorney specifically telling the family that if they move, they are, quote, legally required to tell the future owners that if they have a law enforcement or government-issued vehicle, they cannot park it in the driveway. This rule in general is something that state lawmakers are perplexed by, vowing to try and change the law so this doesn't happen to other first responder families in the state. We tried asking the Holiday Isles Management, the HOA managing Crosspoint and Eastlake Woodlands, about the rule, but they have told us three times now they have no comment. The family's attorney, Kelly Blum, sent a statement to us saying, while the good guys 
one in this situation, the good guys being the law enforcement family. He's confused why anyone would think this restriction is reasonable, saying, quote, clearly the overwhelming reaction of the good people of this jurisdiction and nationwide demonstrates the restriction is on its face unreasonable. He's hopeful the unreasonable restriction will be legislated out of existence and looks forward to the next session when lawmakers will bring it up. So, folks, what do you think about this? Here we have a law enforcement couple. They buy a, a, a home in an HOA. Uh, they've got a police cruiser because that's what they use for going uh, to and from work. Uh, they need to respond quickly at times, uh, I'm sure. Uh, but the association says it is not allowed to be parked in the HOA. Uh, Trevor, how does this uh, sit with you at face value? It seems odd because... I mean, I know that there's sort of mixed feelings about uh, our men and women in blue right now, but wouldn't you want a law enforcement officer nearby? There's sort of yeah. that general security of, of seeing a, a squad car across the street that would provide okay. some sort of prevention, don't you think? Okay, uh, th- that's interesting. So you're looking at it from the angle that uh, people, and because of uh, the way uh, people have been, a number of people have been with uh, looking at police as being... Uh, uh, discriminatory that uh, uh, and racist, they, they don't want it there because of that. Um, a number of people are, and that's interesting, that I wonder if, that, if uh, anything's gone on into anybody's thinking. We don't know because they say no comment, uh, but we uh, do know that, uh, uh, that uh, the association does say that no com- nothing but residential vehicles can park there. And um, that is uh, the whole idea and notion of uh, Commercial uh, vehicles, what can be parked, what can't. Um, that's something that's always been the understanding of one of the chief responsibilities a uh, homeowner association has had at its core. And that is to protect uh, the values and the look and the architectural control and the, uh, uh, the way the community looks. And they don't want it uh, with uh, a lot of uh, uh, service uh, vans and that have uh, commercials and and signage on the sides and whatnot, and so uh, they said, uh, "Hey, we don't, uh, we don't want to allow the police uh, to uh, to that's not a residential uh, vehicle." Well, what's interesting about all of this is that uh, uh, I think the association board, uh, I don't condone what they do at all. I think they were foolish and insensitive. Uh, I think Trevor, you bring up a good point when you say, "Hey, I think a lot of people would feel." Um, a little bit more secure knowing that uh, a police officer uh, lives at the property. At the condo association where I live, we've got someone who's a state trooper. And uh, I see him in the morning when I uh, take off from work. And I know that uh, we're a little bit, I think, a little bit safer because people see that car. And, And so the association's being a little bit silly. But other people are being even more silly. The chief of police uh, was... uh, uh, quoted uh, as uh, saying uh, that uh, that uh, he thought that this was uh, awful and ridiculous that an association would have the the ability to to uh, restrict vehicles like this, and I'm thinking really uh, that is uh, a misstatement that you should be careful to say, uh, Chief, because any city also has the same rule. I'm reading now from the Clearwater City Ordinance uh, Code Compliance Division. Restrictions, it says, for preserving the attractive, uh, for preserving attractive residential areas within the city. The following vehicle shall not be parked or stored at any time on the property. Any commercial vehicles. So if the city is going to have, can have this uh, requirement, why can't uh, the association. What they're really talking about is they want to give a special dispensation for uh, the uh, squad car, the cruiser, to be considered not commercial. And it probably is. And if people got down and started talking about it instead of just uh, uh, quickly demonizing uh, the situation, they probably could get that to take place. So I, I really hope uh, that... Uh, uh, at this point, uh, the people who have uh, the cruisers who are in law enforcement are allowed uh, to have their vehicle there. It was grandfathered in once again. So I guess no foul, no harm. Well, hey, that's all the time we have on today's show. Thanks for joining me as always. Have a great weekend, everybody. 
We'll see you here next week on Where You Live. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280, The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. Do you have a retirement plan you know nothing about? Many don't even open their statements. Online Trading Academy teaches people just like you the skills to better manage their retirements so you have money for you and your family. Our patented rules-based strategy is designed to generate a return when the market is up and even when it's down. Attend a free investing class near you. Call now, 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.